everyone. Welcome back to Threatful Podcast, a podcast where we talk about The Office. Uh, my name is Jamie, and I am here with... Madison. And? I'm Justin. And that's Justin. <laughs> um, and today, interesting arrangement. Once again, like two episodes ago, I was uh, graced with the presence of Justin and Bethany in my humble abode. <laughs> and today, Madison is here. Yay! And we're connecting with Justin via the interwebs. We are. We have to take turns visiting Jamie's tiny apartment because we all wouldn't have been in it at one time. <laughs> this is true. I'm, I'm the satellite party. The satellite party. At the lunch party. You didn't get the real VIP pass. Yeah. <laughs> it's a place called Chat Room. And the password is password. password. Does the name of the place start with www? <laughs> Speaking of www. Uh, I was browsing on Facebook the other day, as ones want to do, and mm-hmm. I stumbled across uh, a post by the Office Memes page, and someone had gone through all of the words that were spoken by each of the characters. Oh, I saw that, yeah. And they had picked out the uh, the top five or ten words that that person said, and also how many they spoke. I didn't read through it carefully, so I'm not going to I figured no one had. had you, did you see said. that, Justin? I haven't seen it. I know like what you're talking about. Okay. Um, so I figured. Be... I don't know like the answers if okay. we're doing like, a quiz thing on that. Yeah, I'm gonna just see if we can sort out things for the quiz. If you had to go and ha- don't look, Madison. If you had to go ahead and take a guess, who spoke the most words? Hey, give me my phone back. Michael Scott. Correct. And um. So Michael Scott spoke a total of 177,800 words. Like in the entire series? I'm thinking it must be like... That's almost 200,000, and that is a lot. Like if you, I mean, like, if you, even if you spoke like 25,000 words, that would take you, oh, I guess that'd only be like, what, eight, eight episodes? Seven episodes? I mean, it depends on how much you're speaking, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't specify, and I'm too lazy to look into it too much. <laughs> I should say also, this was... Uh, put together by a Redditor called RyeBread7. See, I feel like I would be more likely to believe that it was in, like, one season and not the entire series. I mean, it goes over to how many words are spoken per season. Oh. Well, then, yeah, it's the whole series. I guess. I just feel like Michael talks more than that. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Legend. Uh, Words listed under each character are the words identified as being most unique to that person according to the equation... Person, uh, person says word squared over anyone says word times anyone <laughs> speaks over person speaks, if that helps. Wait. Uh, what was the beginning of that before you started reading the equation? The legend about how many... what uh, How they figured out their unique top words. unique words. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So these are words that they speak Correct. more than anyone else speaks. Yeah. If you had to venture a guess, what kind of what words do you think Michael uses most frequently? I would say, I think that he says it, office more more often than anyone else. That's okay. what she said. That could be the case, but that's not on there. He says like family. Getting closer with family, he mentions his top words are everybody. Okay. He also says Jan and Holly. More than anyone else. <laughs> That's weird that Holly would be like in his top since she's only in the show for such a short period of time. I guess it's just like according to the equation, I guess. Like, I'm mm. sure he says it more than, than any other character, else. yeah. Besides Kevin, sense. when he's like 
being creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he also talks about Holly a lot when she's not on the show. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So Holly, he also says somebody, sort, apparently, anybody and heart more than anyone else. Um, then uh, if we go on to Dwight, Dwight has nearly half as many words as Michael at 91,500. And uh, I think his will be a little easier to guess. But he has the second most words? He has the second most words. Who has the second most words? Ooh. Dwight. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say false. Ah, no. I wish. Does he talk about beats? He does. Beat oh, is yeah. one. Bears. Battle Stalker. <laughs> I thought. Laughed out. Laugh. <laughs> no. That was technically Jim that said that, too, though. Yeah, but he said it because <laughs> he was mocking Dwight and things that Dwight likes. Apparently, the words that he has are sh- Angela. <laughs> Not even Angela. I guess because they kept their relationship a secret so long. Right. That's true. He doesn't say her name yeah. much. Monkey. <laughs> oh, you would think. Sheriff. No. Oh, Sheriff is one. Yeah. Sheriff is one. Uh, farm as well. Oh, yeah. Shroot. <laughs> Apparently. Moe's. Moe's is one too. Yeah. Sensei. Sensei. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, for the next most... Uh, widely spoken i guess if you want to say words is jim with 67,100 and i'll narrow this my question down to this he mentions two people who are they pam pam but he doesn't call her pam pamela ama ding dong (laughs) did you say pickle Uh (laughs) no (laughs) what does jim typically call pam beasley yeah oh beasley and then he mentions one other person uh, Dwight. Cece. Not CC or Dwight. Michael. Uh-uh. Stanley. Uh-uh. Uh... Daryl. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's actually Kev. Kevin. Oh. Like, sure, Kev. Apparently. Uh, after that is Pam, who does have CC in her list. Um... Does she have Jim on her list? She doesn't. But what? guess who she does? Guess who she does have? White. No. Kevin. No. Michael. No. Okay, just tell us. Roy. Oh. Roy. Well, I guess that makes sense because like, she would have talked about Roy more than anybody else. But like, a lot of people talk about Jim, so it wouldn't make right. it in a unique word. Right. Yeah. To her. Right. Right. And then after Pam is Andy. Uh, Cornell. Cornell is among them. Yeah. Acapella. No acapella, surprisingly. Although, what's the name of his um, group? Uh, the Here Comes Treble. Yeah, so Treble is one of them. Um, broccoli. No broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Surprisingly not. Another foodstuffs. Nard Dog. <laughs> no nard although you would think no his uh he has tuna on there as well oh it's, it's weird because like like there like nobody ever says broccoli rob like right only andy says it and he says it a lot and so like i'm confused by like the algorithm these results yeah yeah like, i don't know yeah i'm a little like i would expect broccoli rob before pam's roy 
Right. Rockley Rob. But Tuna makes sense, I suppose, at least. So some of yeah. it seemed in Cornell. Um, anyone can guess Angela's number one word? Cat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she has cat and then like a number of uh, cat names. She has sprinkles and bandit in there. The senator. And my cat's still dead. And my cat's still dead. <laughs> After that, we have Kev. With... Why say few word when... <laughs> no, wait. Why say lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like his number ones are Lynn, Stacy, Maze, I guess. <laughs> Cookie. Maze? Yeah. Is it one lost in the maze? I guess. Does he talk about the maze when he's lost in the maze? I don't know. He must be like the only person who's ever used the word maze in this entire show. (laughs) After that... He doesn't say a lot of words, so, you know, his unique words are going to be weirder. Yeah. After that... What's that? Not chili? Chili's not on there? No chili. Well, I think he only mentions that one. about chili. That's true. I don't know. Questionable algorithm. But after that is Erin. She has two men as her top two. Andy. Andy. Nope. Because many people say Andy, I'm guessing. Oh. Uh, what's what's Plop's name? Pete. 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 <laughs> That's one of them, yeah. Pete and then the lanky one. Oh, um. Gabe. Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> and the last person they have on here is uh, Ryan. Kelly. Kelly is his number one. Yeah. Kelly and then Wolf. Or Woof. I guess it, Woof. I guess like, it makes sense for names to be like commonly used because like you, you say them. Like I feel like names should have been like I think it would be more interesting if the names were excluded. Yeah. Um But maybe not. Like maybe the, the other results would be dumb. Maybe. I don't know, I just, like, stumbled across that on Facebook, and I was like, oh, interesting that someone took the time out of their life to, like, go through all of the words. And, like, how how accurate is that, like, getting a full word count from a series? I don't don't know, know, unless, like, there's access to the scripts and they did that. I guess, like, copy and pasted it into, like, a file that would just count the words for you. Yeah. I don't know, though. Like, I don't think, like, I would imagine that the scripts themselves are not really publicly available but somebody was like transcribing the like what was said in the show so i feel yeah. like it would be more likely to become to come from the like what was actually said in the show right. than uh, the scripts when i've been looking up like quotes online for a lot of different shows though you can find websites that just have a transcript of like episodes of different shows and, and i've done it for the office before yeah. i don't know yeah. that you'd be able to find every single one but a lot of them are available yeah right yeah um there's that one site that's like it's like every quote right after one another like where it's literally just yeah. like the, the show um but that would most likely be like that be transcribed from the show not from yeah. the script itself that like because so like all the the improv stuff would be included in the website and not in the actual script. Right. right and like you can get programs too that it'll like write down or like it it'll create a script out of listening to the words basically right. yeah like an auto-generated thing yeah yeah, yeah. true so story that might be how they did it too yeah 
I would like to think that this person just sat and typed out every show themselves. Well, like, how did but... they separate? Like, even if you did use one of those like auto-generating things, yeah. like, how did they separate? Who said what? Because you'd almost have yeah, to have yeah. them like in separate files for every character. Yeah, you must. Yeah. That seems like, like way under... too much work. On your 30th watch through, you're just like, well, I guess I better start writing this down. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten everything else out of this. Right, you're like, I've memorized it anyway, so <laughs> time to start t- typing it out. But yeah, so not really an icebreaker question, but something but that's interesting anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I love when people use like really um, like intense, like a powerful program or something, or like really intense studying yeah. on something that's just real pure fluff and stupid <laughs> yeah i mean you know why not i guess if you're capable of doing those you know calculations and have the the program for it it's kind of fun then why not yeah maybe they had been working on some sort of like linguistics phd and then they're like mm-hmm. i made this algorithm Let like that book, <laughs> like that book about the friends uh there's a book at the library about like the what people like the way they speak in friends versus like real life the way oh people yeah oh yeah yeah oh friends <laughs> i was um mess and i were looking to see if we could see another show and i was like scrolling down and i was like oh the friends parody thing like it's only a hundred i mean i was joking about how cheap it was it was like only 120 bucks we could go see that and then talk about it on tlp and she was like I'm just like looking at him like, why would we talk about it on TLP? And he's like, well, because it's about friends. And I'm like, but we talk about The Office on TLP. And he just is like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, I know I talk about friends a lot on TLP, but that's not actually what this is about. (laughs) Uh, I thought about, I guess in my mind, I was thinking about like a couple I guess it was a couple months now when I saw the ad for a fr- uh, The Office parody that's mm. going to be here in, like, August or something, which I want to get tickets to. That'd be hilarious. Hopefully they're less than, like, several hundred dollars. Ugh. Who knows? But, yeah. So, um, speaking of several hundred dollars, which is not the budget that Angela had, <laughs> that brings us to Season 4, Episode 3, which is Lunch Party. Lunch Party. <laughs> or Lanch. Lanch party. How would Lanch be any better than Lanch? Lanch is my preferred version. Yeah, Lanch is more like you. I don't know because if you see Lunch Party, there's no mistaking what that is. Whereas like Lanch, you'll be like, oh, what is that? (laughs) Oh, Oh, I know a Lanch party. (laughs) Is that supposed to be Blanch party? It's a bit, seven's a bit late for lunch. <laughs> oh my God. But the entire time when Phyllis is like, even like taking mini breaks to look through her pages to like figure out what strategies she's going to use with Angela. I loved it. So funny. I'm not really con- like sure why she thought Angela would respond well to any of those strategies. Yeah. <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like when she's just like describing what a, a spoon is and what a fork is. Yeah. <laughs> it's got little spikes. Or like spears. spears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love it. Like anytime Phyllis gets real sassy, I, it's just so funny. Although I felt kind of bad when she like crumpled up the post-its and chucked them in Angela's face. <laughs> it's like, aw. Angela's I hate, being extra I hate that, like, 
I don't like I hate that like that attitude that she gets after she does it and she's like that shutter like that like just that smugness um I'm very having having dealt with like I just I hate that that attitude of yeah. like I sure showed her <laughs> right she's like, like that's that a really shutter boring yeah thing to be thinking right no I yeah I would have preferred her to have just like did it and walked away yeah exactly yeah that's the thing though because like from the outside phyllis is very much like a i mean she's not that old but she <laughs> has like a grandmothery vibe like a night like a sassy sort of older woman vibe but she's also very, but she's very like, nice fake and, but the thing is is that like the more you watch and pay close attention you realize that she's very fake yeah and like is doing things to like you know kind of like put herself I don't know, like, to, what do I want to say? Like, move forward in life, basically. Putting herself first. That's the thing I wanted to say. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I still love Phyllis, but she can be a bit of a bitch. I don't love Phyllis. No? No. Yeah, I don't Phyllis hate her, but... Ugh, I used to love her. Now I'm like, <laughs> she's a bit too sassy sometimes. <laughs> too sassy even for you. Even for me. Whoa. <laughs> But yes, that's pretty much what's going on with Phyllis. And then Angela, it's wait. I don't. I don't think we actually like started the conversation about the episode yet, did we? Oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> we just jumped in with Phyllis instead. I just, yeah, like right into the right into the uh, yeah into the, into the, the, to the lunch party. Thing. Like I didn't. I didn't catch the transition. Oh, it see, was so it was, good, I didn't even see it. There Whoa. you go. So he's getting better at them. <laughs> it's true. So one thing that's crucial to this episode... Is Meredith's cast. Yes. <laughs> I need to know how she poops. <laughs> like, oh my god. It's like completely entombing her entire pelvic region. No, it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't... Just like, there's no, there's no like, cast. Like, it's not like keeping anything in place. Right. <laughs> it's just like she's wearing a permanent chastity belt that she can't ever take off. Right. Well, and it's weird that she, like, s- singles Jim out, and he's just, like, real weirded out by it, which is great to see. But... She's like, please write your name on my vagina. Yeah. I'll read that later. <laughs> is that where he actually signs um, John Krasinski to and not Jim Halpert? Oh, I don't I think know. That's, like, a, a fact about The Office that if you... It's when Jim signs somebody's cast, and I don't know that... It was yeah, that he cast. puts um, he puts two dots on the eye, uh, um, like he like scribbles and then he dots twice. So it's mm. definitely Krasinski and not Krasinski. Yeah, I guess that's something I read that's that someplace. super automatic. So you probably don't think about it. Well, and I was I was looking for it when he signed his name, uh, but like it was so hard to tell. I'm like I don't actually know what that says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I had read like at some point like a tr- fact about the office, you know, that he signs his real name. Classic, classic. John. John Krasinski. John. Old John. But yeah, Meredith's a huge creep. Like, even creepier <laughs> than normal there. Maybe she's on a lot of paint drugs. So I mean, that's probably true. It's kind of a random scene, too. Like, it doesn't really have much to do. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Was it, was it, like, the last episode that she got hit by a car? The, two episodes ago, right? Two episodes ago. Isn't it the season premiere? I don't know. Yeah, Fun yeah, Run. Yeah, because Michael's run. driving in, and he's like, yeah, my summer was great or whatever yeah yeah okay so i haven't 
been recording the last two episodes, so yeah, I that's true. Them. <laughs> yeah, well, she's back, and then we have the main event of the episode, which is the launch of Dunder Mifflin Infinity. Infinity, which is amazing when they're sort of like looking at the website and Stanley opens it and the music's playing and he's sort of like starting to dance. And Phyllis is all like, are you dancing? And he's like, no. <laughs> Momentarily not stoic, Stanley. <laughs> I forget that this was like created back in a time when like creating your own website was something you would do a launch party for. Right. Or like, like even deal. just like selling things online. Like now everything's sold online. Now you can go on and like create your own website in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you can. With Squarespace. No. <laughs> Please take a moment to listen to our sponsor. What is the other um, website creation thing that we hear about all the time? It's not... Wix. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Wix. Wix uh, always has like some really annoying person being yeah. like... Being like, you could be just like me if you just use Wix to design your website. And it's like, I have no idea who you are, and I will. <laughs> You're like, that is not an aspiration I have in life. Yeah, I do not I... want to be you whatsoever. I feel like I remember one episode recent or episode one um, preview because it, sometimes it ad rolls on YouTube, and I'm like, I think it was I Justine or something who's a, an old YouTuber. Like she was one of like the first people. But I didn't know that she was even still making videos, but I was like, damn. So yes, the website's being launched, and Dwight, in an attempt to win back Angela's love, decides to fight the machine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this this prank that Pam and Jim play on Dwight is amazing. That's so good. <laughs> I have... What does it say? Like, It appears that... Uh, no. Yeah, it appears that the website has come alive. Is his only reaction? (laughs) Who am I? You tell me. What is a gym? (laughs) How can I be sure this isn't (laughs) Jim? What is a gym? I mean, surely he can hear like Pam typing. I know, but I feel like he just doesn't expect Pam to be typing him. Like he expects it from Jim, and maybe later on he expects it more from Pam. But like right now, he just doesn't expect Pam to be doing that that's true you could be typing about anything her job is yeah to type. that's right. true that's true but Pam is um, his best friend yeah oh that's <laughs> true but um of course angela doesn't care at all <laughs> i mean i think she sort of does she's just ma- too mad at him to admit it yeah you know her because it's definitely something she would have cared about if they had been dating you know yeah she likes to see him win yeah. He likes displays of power. She true. gets her all hot and bothered. That's true. It really Gives is. her the vapors. <laughs> the vapors. Um, but yeah, we see Dwight, like, I like that they had him, like, not shave and stuff, because clearly he's affected by the, re- the breakup. Right, he's sad and depressed. Yeah, even he's sad. Wailing. And it's, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's next episode, right, where he wails? Mm. Again. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Next to when Jim and Pam go yeah. to the, the farm. I really, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that episode. I, I like, like that it. episode a lot. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Go to the farm. The farm. I wish Jim and Pam would go to the farm. <laughs> like Jim would go to the farm, at least. 
I like that Troop Farms Bed and Breakfast is on Yelp and Is and, it? Yes, and it has like amazing reviews of like people who have stayed there and to the point where like the website Yelp had to put a disclaimer that it wasn't it was like a fictitious place from the office. Really? <laughs> yes. Because oh <my> <laughs> people just went out and just created like amazing rave reviews for Troop Farms. Oh my god. I think and, next episode. And like people, it says something like, please do not attempt to schedule a visit to Shoe Farms. <laughs> it is a fictitious place from the TV show The Office. <laughs> oh my God. Well, next episode, we need to read some of the Yelp reviews. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For sure. Um, but yeah. Um, it's interesting that somehow Dwight managed to like get out of Staples with an entire little box full of be- their best Leeds. clients or something. Yeah. Leads, yeah. Which I didn't know that Staples cold called people to sell them paper. I didn't know that either. I would have just assumed that people just go to Staples to buy paper. Right. <laughs> Staples doesn't contact them about it. That would explain how Staples has stuck around for so long. Yeah. I guess. So that's that. He ends up winning, which is good. Yes, he does. Um, he needed the win. Ugh, with that obnoxious air horn. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> for the long one that like <laughs> yeah <laughs> when he's like doing the running man during it or something yeah. <laughs> she just takes it away is it called an air horn or a bear horn i heard bear horn too, Me too. that's what i wrote down and i'm it's like definitely an air horn that's an air horn <laughs> yeah under the small pelt there's because I, I wrote down bear horn because i wanted to like see what the hell that was but yeah then it's just an air horn so i'm like well, I figured it would be like, don't they have like deer horns and shit? Duck, they definitely have like yeah, a duck whistle. Yeah, but that's to like attract deer, whereas yeah. like this certainly would not attract bears. It would scare them away. <laughs> Maybe. Have you tried using the them? Call I suppose the not. The main call of a bear is just a air horn blast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. I'm not like, I'm, it's not like a not like a whistle. Well, I don't know. And he was using it, like, all day. You would assume it would run out of air, right? Is that how air horns work? With how much Dwight was winning. Right. <laughs> he was definitely hashtag winning. But... Oh, my favorite part about that scene was uh-huh. uh, when when Andy is like, like, you, sir, are winning handsomely. And he's and, and then, like, Meredith reads off the next one. And he's like, you are in a very close second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, when he was winning, he was winning by 35 reams, and when he was losing, he was losing by 40. <laughs> so, like, he was actually losing by more than he was winning. Yeah. Not not a terribly close second, then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Impressive that the reams were just, like, auto-updated how much they sold. I feel like it usually takes some time, but... And that, like, the salespeople had the access to that. Right. Yeah. I also find that... Well, I guess it's a small company, but... It seems unlikely that one person could outsell an entire website. Yeah, that's what I was mm. thinking too. I was like, I don't think it any is. of them are selling that much paper. It's the first day of the website though, and so like the word hasn't really gotten out that the website is up and running. Yeah. So are we just to assume that like that's how much paper Dwight would sell on a normal day? Because that seems like a lot of paper. Well, it seems like abnormal, right? Because he had to break out his special. I guess thing. maybe. That was after three hundred and eighty reams, though, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Three hundred forty reams. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, uh oh. 
Gotta break up my staple sales leads. Yeah. Yep. I wonder what... What? How much do you think they make on commission, like, for... the Like, how many... Like, if you sold 340 reams, what does that mean? Like, are you going to be... I guess, like, like what percentage are they making? Yeah, like, what would your commission be? I don't know what the standard amount of commission is for something. Up. Research? I mean, it probably depends on how much a ring paper research. is to begin with, and then, like, what your percentage of that is. Yeah, I guess I don't know what a standard ring costs, really. And, like, do these salespeople just make commission, or do they also make an hourly wage as well? I would assume they must make something, right? I feel like they would have to. If servers make a base in number, I feel like... Any salesperson should. This, this thing is loose over here. It is. Um, but yeah. Were you looking that up, Justin, or are we just talking? Yeah, I'm looking oh. it up. Um, I'm just trying to interpret this uh, paragraph here. Mm -hmm. It depends on, like, if they are getting, like, a, a base salary or just, like, a straight commission from it. Okay. Um, if it is... If it is like a, like if you have a base salary, it's like about 15%, like 10 to 15%. Okay. Um, but if it's straight commission, it's, uh, it could be double or triple this percentage. So I think it is a salary though, because Andy and Ryan have a really hard time making sales yeah. and like they still are employed and are making money. So I would say it's like 10 to 15%. Okay. So they make an hourly wage and then some of what they, a small commission on what they sell. Right. Okay. So, like, what is the price of a ream? Back in whenever this came out. Right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find prices <laughs> paper through history. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> You're acting like that's a niche market or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Office Depot, you can get a. It's thirteen ninety nine a ream. So if you sold three hundred and forty, that's four thousand seven hundred fifty six dollars. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So Office Depot, if it's thirteen ninety nine, we know that they're undercutting uh, Dunder Mifflin's prices, so it's actually like. It would be like fourteen ninety nine or. Let's round up to fifteen dollars. <laughs> okay, we'll do fifteen. Times three hundred and forty was it? Yeah. Yeah. That's fifty one hundred dollars. So if we did so that, fifteen percent, that's seven hundred and sixty five bucks. That's that's a decent amount of money to make in one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. Not too bad. I mean, probably taxed as well, but. But still. Still. You get away with like six hundred. Just on your easy. commission too, and you get salary on top of that. Yeah. If every day were like that, and so that's no not wonder, even that's not even the max he sold. That's so. true. No wonder Dwight can afford his beet farm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he can affo and afford to just like keep Moe's. Keep Moe's. <laughs> <laughs> he just like keeps in there. <laughs> he can keep feeding Moe's. Oh Moe's. And he lives frugally. Oops. He he lives off the land. Yeah. He, he eats his beets. And his roadkill. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and his roadkill. But yes, so the prank is done. I did like, uh, at the end, you know, Dwight gets real sad because Angela wants, basically is like, Pam, do you know any guys I can go date? And oh, she just does that to make Dwight jealous. I know. And then Dwight's like crying though. And it's I very know, sad. It's very sad. 
But then that's okay, because the machine tells him that he's the superior being. Uh, Wait, yeah. Does Angela enter Andy at the end? No. No, she just kind of like says, oh, I have to go and clean up from the party. And yeah. Then, oh, Andy, I, I don't like Andy in this episode. <laughs> like, oh, no. no means no, Andy. Back the fuck off and take Angela's answer and leave. Yeah. No, and, Andy is definitely pulling a James Bond here where like 48 no's and a yes is still a yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't appreciate his approach to asking Angela out at all, although I, Angela seems to. Yeah. Like, like leading thing, him on, but. Like most things in life, Andy's, uh, Andy's success comes from his ability to wear people down. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Which is one approach to life, I suppose, but. <laughs> it should not be the approach to asking a woman out. I don't appreciate that. Yeah. I just don't really care for Andy. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) This is around the time that I like Andy. I just don't like this thing that he did. Yeah. (laughs) And also, he's just, like, totally asking out the wrong girl. I don't understand what his interest is in her because she's so short and, like, abrasive with him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing, because even when they're together and, like, you know, engaged, she's still very, like, curt with him because she doesn't like him. Right. (laughs) Um... I mean, Phyllis was talking, or was that Phyllis who was saying that, uh, yeah, it was when Phyllis was talking to Dwight about how um, Andy is not a risk and Angela is not a risk taker. Yeah. I don't know. We did already see Andy flip out and punch a wall. That's That's pretty risky. (laughs) That was before his anger management, though. That's true. He's learned how to manage himself now. Yeah. Drew, he wanted to be, right? Drew. Yeah, and nobody would call him that. <laughs> nope, not going to call you that. So we can discuss the fact that Michael took a child hostage in this episode. Oh my god. <laughs> I think that he does it because he the kid kind of looks like Ryan. Like, there's definitely similarities in their appearance. And well, yeah, he, he's just like a young guy, too. and Yeah, he's like, and his attitude's very, like, yeah. the same as Ryan's, and he kind of looks like Ryan. And <laughs> the entire time he's talking about Ryan. He's well, yeah. that, like, you're, you're, like, pulling the rug out from somebody after promising them something. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just a stupid, hot, stupid kid who thinks you're hot stuff or whatever. Yeah. I liked, uh, you know, when Michael's not really thinking of, of it as kidnapping or hostage situation. And first of all, you have all of the people in the office sort of like looking at different aspects of like what, like what's an accomplice? <laughs> what qualifies what's, as yeah. hostage? <laughs> Why can't you look it up? I, we're looking up jail time. You know? <laughs> um, and then you have that great scene with Jim being when, uh, when uh, Michael's calling pizza by Alfredo's. To, like, sort of try to get the discount still. He's like, I'm going to hold this kid here. Yeah. He's like... Throw in two, no, three pizzas like, for our yeah. ransom trouble. <laughs> yeah, and it's only after the uh, the satellite, when he's actually, like, gets to tell off Ryan during the yeah. satellite party that he's like, I've kidnapped this kid. <laughs> what? But you didn't have a choice. What else could you have done? You, I could have paid for the pizzas. Well... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dwight gets shafted with the bill. Yeah. It's like, you're going to pay me back. Not now, Dwight. <laughs> well, after that $750 commission, 
Seriously. That's true. Got all Dwight can afford those pizzas. And then Dan Michael also makes Dwight pay for the gas, I'm sure, to drive all the way to New York at the end. Yeah. I did like them in New York together, like, sitting on the car and, like, eating there. And I think Dwight stuff. needed a pick-me-up that day, too, because he yeah. was all sad. Although the best part of that whole thing was when Mike was... They were complaining about Ryan and making fun. He's like, and he's so hot. And <laughs> Dwight's just kind of like, I I don't think I get that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But yeah. Lanch party. Lanch party. Anything else you guys thought about during this episode? I'm trying to see if I have any other lingering thoughts. Um, so we have... Uh, we have eaten before at Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. You have? Um, Is it good? Pizza by Alfredo doesn't exist. But um, <laughs> Alfredo's but how- Pizza Cafe is good. Okay. Um, but it comes with, like, so we got, like, mushroom pizza, and it comes with, like, an entire can of mushrooms oh, shit. on oh. the pizza. Like, it is so much. That's um, too much, yeah. And I, I don't like it when they use canned mushrooms. No, like, use real mushrooms. Whole <laughs> mushrooms are weird. Yeah. But, just like eating rubbery bits of boogers. <laughs> Is it? No, that's what I've noticed here too. If you get uh, like a mush, a slice of mu- a New York slice with mushroom on it, it's it's definitely canned mushroom and it's caked on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't. Know. <laughs> I, I always think for? it. I always think it sounds like a good idea. And then as soon as I have the slice, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like in life yeah where have I how have I fallen to this point in life but that's cool that you've had pizza at Alfredo's Pizza Cafe yeah uh-huh. it's cool that um, it actually is a real place yeah yeah it's like a it's like a restaurant it's more of a restaurant than a pizza place but okay okay um, which is weird if they have the word pizza in their name they should be like, like pizza place big thick square pizza oh huh did you guys steal a box and take it to the roof to be adorable? <laughs> we did not. We're adorable anywhere we go. Oh, so. that's true. That's you don't need true. to steal things and go to the rooftop to make it happen. That's true. Um, that is cute, this though. Is, this, is the, uh, this is not the only time that the kid from Glee shows up in <laughs> the series. Uh I mean, like, it is the only time that he shows up, but Michael also talks about him later in the... They go to, like, Kelly's house to watch Glee? Is that... Or is it um, Aaron's house? Uh, Do they have the party at Aaron's house? Is that when they watch Glee? That sounds right, but I can't remember. Is that... Kitty takes hostage from Glee? Yeah. He, oh. he played Artie in the wheelchair. Oh, I did not <laughs> catch that. Yeah. yeah. And Michael's like, my favorite character is the invalid. Oh, yeah. The invalid. Making up for the time that he held him hostage. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, so classic Michael behavior, holding people hostage and kidnapping. Mm -hmm. Basically. What was the deal with the scene at the end of the episode where Ryan, like, (laughs) just, like, walks in front of the camera? I think it's just Ryan trying to be top shit on Turd Mountain or however that expression is. I think it's king shit on Turd Island. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, he just kind of like gives a little wink and like walks away. It's so silly. It's so Yeah. It was, it's an interesting idea to sort of like satellite call everyone in. Yeah. 
Especially with like, obviously the one person had no idea how a webcam works. Yeah. I know. He's like, you <laughs> just cut back. I know. He's like, interesting. <laughs> and Michael's just ready to berate Ryan, which is great. My my employee outsold you. <laughs> I like. The, I appreciated at the end that they were all like, they're like, oh, you're the guy from Dunder Mifflin. You know, it was, it was good seeing yeah. Ryan embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because so, clearly no one else likes Ryan either. Yeah, well, he's he's a douche. He's a douche, and at this point, he's probably, like, you know, nostril deep in cocaine. Yeah. So, so he's, like, a rich douche in power, which uh-huh. is the worst kind of douche. All right. We may have familiarity with such a douche in the United States. Oh, shit. Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I think that's all the things I had to say about the episode. Oh, no, 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 no. We do have a moment where we see that Daryl and Kelly are starting to be the very brief item that they are. Yes. You see what starts it all. Yes. Daryl defends Kelly, which she just can't resist. Yeah. And I love that Kelly was selling this. She was buying reams of paper (laughs) online, even (laughs) though she, surely there's like just a stack of, there's like a stack in front of Jim's desk. Go get paper. Just get paper for free from work. (laughs) I know. And I love that. She wanted to, you know, drag it up into the cart. Which is fun, I guess. But I love that Dwight's just like, damn it, Kelly, it knows. It knows what you did. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Anyway. Do you guys have any other good quotes from this episode? Um, I love when Andy's, like, trying to get Angela's attention. And he's like, Angela, are you hearing the words that I'm saying? And she cuts them off real quick. (laughs) <laughs> what? <And she's> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Persistent. And uh, they they say you should never mix business and pleasure. Well, then explain to me how a putt putt golf company works. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, putt putt. I have been salesman of the month for the last thirteen out of twelve months. They gave me two plaques instead of a raise last month. That's what you want in life. It's like eating a hot circle of garbage. (laughs) I like how uh, when Dwight says that Andy can date Kelly, and he's like, you're also welcome to date Toby. (laughs) In the annex. And then Michael's telling, or yeah, Michael's telling Jim that he's overthinking, and Jim's just like, I think you're underthinking. <laughs> Classic. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Yeah. Oh, and then also, I loved when Angela was talking about, like, what do you do when you break up with someone? You deliver them a notarized letter. <laughs> and she's like, what if the recipient is your notary? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if you can actually can you notarize things for like loved ones I don't know if you're a notary you public you can notarize but anything yeah you can't truly notarize your own things though well like you could have anything notarized no 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 I know but like can you if you're like can you notarize things for yourself as a notary right I don't think so and can you do it for like a friend I, that I think you can do yes okay you don't have to like not know them you just can't do it for yourself because it's just like the entire idea is that you have like an official witness yeah right okay i was (laughs) contemplating i'm tempted by the whole becoming a notary just for shit thing 
We all aspire to be Gary. Yes, we do. He does become Jerry. mayor and live to be a hundred. Oh, does he? Yes. I've never seen the last season of that's in it. You've never oh, seen the boy. last season of Parks There's and a Rec. Time no. I've not seen the last season of Parks How and have you not seen the last season of Parks and Rec? Oh, we're gonna watch that today. <laughs> Cancel all of our plans. <laughs> We're watching the last season of Parks and Rec. Well, because like the last episode of the one season was like a time jump anyway, and then it was I was like, oh okay, it's over. You have to. Watch and then the last lo season. and behold, there was another season. So good. I felt it was like I assumed it was a scrub situation. Not at all, it's really good. Anyway, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. It wraps the series up very nicely. Okay. Um, speaking of wrap ups, do you guys have a Dundee that you'd like to hand out? I am going to give the Matrix Dundee to Dwight for beating the machine. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. He deserves that. He does. What's the dude's name? Neo? Neo, yeah. What about you, Justin? I never finished the Matrix. No? All three of the episodes are on Hulu now. Ooh. Or episodes. <laughs> Movies, <laughs> I mean. I remember watching the second one and being like, this is weird. The second one's kind of awful. The third one's also bad. Yeah, they kind of just are bad after the first one. It's just kind of like over-the-top like dramatic stunts and CGI. And also, it just gets to like where you're not really sure what's happening anymore. Yeah. Like It's very confusing to follow, and a lot of it, I think, is... It's filmed to leave it sort of up to the watcher's interpretation of like what actually happens. Yeah. Which I don't really love. I want I want you to tell me what happens. <laughs> like I want interpretation. I just want truth. Yes. Yeah, it's like just yeah. tell me how the story ends. <laughs> like, is is Neo watch... dead? I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch movies to make stories up. Right. right. I watch movies to look at the story that you're telling me. So yeah. that I don't have to make stories up. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I'm going to give my uh, second thought Dundee to Carol for almost being invited to the to the launch party. He's like, is it okay if I invite Carol? I'll pick somebody what? I haven't had sex with. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the um, the nice shirt Dundee to, to Michael because I like oh my shirt God. I it fit him nicely. Did you? I did. He was like bursting forth from that. Mm -hmm. oh and it was goodness. just pure manliness, pure, pure masculinity. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah. It, it was like the color and the length. And it was like, silk. Oh, like, yeah, was, yeah, in the fabric. I was being drawn like a moth to a flame. <laughs> <laughs> out of the fire, no, out of the frying pan into the fire is how that shirt went for me. But, good. Um, that brings us to trivia. Have you any trivia? Um, I probably friends? have like the same two questions that everybody else has. All right. Well, might as well ask them. All right. What is Angela's budget for Damn the it. party? Do you know this, Justin? Sixty-five dollars. Yeah. Sixty-five bucks. And what is the final score <laughs> between Dwight and the machine? Dwight is. Oh, I didn't pay attention to the final ah. score. Dwight is twelve seventy, and the machine is twelve eighteen. Yeah. So just to do a quick 15%. Yeah. 1270. So let's see what his um his actual So it's a difference of like what 60 52. He is walking home a king. 
He walked home with a commission of uh, $2,857. Oh, my God. <laughs> Time to go to Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> yes, and then get blood thrown on you. No, thanks. No, thanks. Yeah, those um, were my, my only two. Yeah. I would love $2,000. Oh, my God, me too. <laughs> Please. Um, so those are your only two, you said? Yep. Um, Which were clearly both two of yours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, another one I had was how many pizzas did they order from pizza? Eight. By Alfredo's. Eight pizzas. What was the total? 67.50. 63-something. Six, combine both of your answers together. 63, 67. <laughs> <laughs> 63, 50. Oh. <laughs> and oh. if we want to calculate how much... Because we know that we don't want to tip the guy over 10%. <laughs> a large tip, no more than 10%. He tipped $2. He, so, almost. He did a little more than 2 Because he was like, here's 67 take 2 mm-hmm. more or something. Or here's 65 take yes. 2 more. Yeah, 65 So he's paid him $67. And that means he gave him a tip of 350 <laughs> <laughs> for having been trapped all day in in, in a hostage like situation, no. I always feel weird about in an air conditioned room. Yeah, right. Yeah, probably eating pizza. I don't know. I haven't seen many with that pizza. Either. Yeah, with Meredith's cast in his face, probably. Probably. But he was a minor, so maybe not. I don't think that's ever stopped Meredith before. <laughs> I don't think Meredith is a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where she draws the line. It's true. She does have her son dancing all over her later. I'm trying to have him show her moves. His moves. Show her his moves. But anyway. Those are all my questions. Um, I have one question. What is the color of the box when it hits the corner and after? Oh, shit. Is it blue after? Also, how did we not talk about the cold open? Yeah, we cruised by. Well, we it was a very good is cold. It? This is one of my favorite cold opens because <laughs> because of Andy and because of Kevin. <laughs> is, it, uh, is it green when it hits the corner? Uh, Jamie was right. It's blue after. It's not it green. Is not, it's not green when it hits it. Must be red then. Red. It's red. Okay. I think those are the only three colors. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever remember. I think we were talking. We were talking about this before or during. I can't remember. I think when Justin was doing his research, we were oh. discussing this. So sort of during. Yeah, I can't. I don't think I remember ever actually seeing a DVD player screen that did that. I feel like in my DVD oh. player experience, it was like a blue screen that said DVD. Hmm. I have definitely done this many times. Okay. <laughs> have you ever seen it hit the corner? No. No, neither have no, I. It, not, not a single time. <laughs> I don't think it's programmed to do that. Yeah. They created something special for the show. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's the thing. Like, did they either they created something special or they literally had to sit around? Yeah, they can't have timed that. <laughs> no. No. No, you can't like film that screen anyway. Like, it would have had weird lines on it. Yeah, that's that's true. I don't know why that happens. But anyway. So that's trivia. That brings us then to ratings. Jamie, what do you rate this episode? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> you know what? 
I enjoyed this episode. Despite the fact that it was 42 minutes long, it didn't feel like it to me. Mm. It didn't feel as long. I am going to give this a 4.25. A 4.25. What do I want to do? Chat room invitations out of five. Very well. I'm going to give it a four out of five air horns because, like you said, it was a really good episode. It was. I think there was maybe a little bit that could have been shortened up that need to be quite 42 minutes long, but yeah. I don't even have like a good example of that either, though. But yeah. it was a good episode, and I think that everybody was represented well in it. All of the like sub storylines of like Dwight and Angela and. Jim and Pam, like all the sub storylines are present and represented well. Yeah, I feel like sometimes the sub storylines for The Office can get really, bah. <laughs> like there's no real sustenance to them. Whereas right. like these seemed to all sort of tie together. Right, they all good. worked well in this episode. What do you think, Justin? Um, I think that this episode had some really high highs, uh, like, um, like the cold open, and some yeah. of the jokes were just awesome. Uh, but for the rest of it, I was pretty bored. Uh, okay. Like, um, I was definitely like, I was definitely wishing it was a twenty-minute episode instead of a forty-minute one. Okay. Um, Fair. So I am going to give it a, a two point five uh, Alfredo slices out of five. Okay. Um, Not even the good pizza. Yeah, this is uh, this is from uh, no. I'll give it the good one. This is this is <laughs> Alfredo's Pizza ca- Cafe. All right. Uh, so that brings our official threat level podcast score to 3.58 slices of. I, I almost forgot. Slices of chat room air horns. There you go. <laughs> All right. That's respectable. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I felt like. Maybe it was because, like, I was late to the recording, and I was like, all right, let's get this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like, especially, like, at the end when it's like, oh, we're back at the party again. That Yeah, that is an example of something that I would be like, like, let's cut this out. Um, yeah. When they go to the part, like, to New York, it, like, yeah. it's not, that doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Like, it, I like the Dwight Michael commiserating scene, but, like, they didn't need to go there for that. that. Yeah. Anyways, that pretty much sums up this episode. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that brings us to the end of the episode discussion. If you would like to send us an email, feel free to do so at threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can hit us up on Twitter at TL underscore PCAST. And uh, next time we'll be talking about episode four, which is money. So tune in for that. And if you'd like to stick around. Join us oh, for... Thor- then it's not... Then it, next episode isn't... a. Uh, where they go to the farm? It is. Oh, okay. Yep. They do the same. This is the one where Michael goes on the train. Um... So, like, while he's figuring things out with Oscar, Jim and Pam are at the, the farm. Yeah, that's Yeah, great. yeah. Yeah, and that one's also 42 minutes. <laughs> Morning. Lots of long episodes in this season. Uh, this short, short season. Um, but yes. What does that bring us to, Madison? Stick around for Threat Level Podcast After Dark. (laughs) At this uh, 2.38 p.m. time. In this full bright sunlight with no clouds, (laughs) 85 degrees.
Yes. <clears throat> but yeah, what have you guys been checking out, reading, watching, contemplating as of late? Well, as previously mentioned, I'm currently staying in New York City. And I was very fortunate that Jamie entered himself into the Broadway ticket lottery before I got here and won us tickets to go and see Hamilton for ten dollars yeah. each instead of four hundred and fifty dollars each <laughs> <laughs> and we were front row center for the performance and it was wow. amazing it was, cool. <laughs> it was very cool so if you have a lot of extra money and are able to go and see hamilton or get super lucky and win tickets like we did yeah definitely check that out because it is a very good performance it lives up to the hype it is. Is the is four hundred fifty like the front row prices, or is that like the lowest price? It's like the lowest price. Yeah. yeah. If, you look, <laughs> if you look on different ticket apps, um, like StubHub or anything, like they'll list I think whatever price is available, and typically the one they list is the lowest. The first one, yeah. That they and oftentimes, the yeah, oftentimes Hamilton is anywhere between like three hundred and fifty to five hundred fifty dollars for a ticket. That is one hundred percent insane. You have I to be absolutely insane agree. to be paying that. Oh, I would. Yeah, exactly. I would never pay that. I think the most that I would like pay for any show would be like under a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like, even then, if I spent like ninety on a show, I'd be like. I feel like if you bit. are a huge theater buff and you're yeah. like, you're somebody who like frequently spends a lot of money on shows, Hamilton is worth it. Yeah. Um, definitely would not have paid five hundred dollars to see it. <laughs> it was certainly worth ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. At the ninety-eight percent discount we got. Yeah. Did like, you like? Did you see like what? the $400 like did I mean is it just a show like do you get like free swag like do you get a snack no you just get to see the show yeah wow <laughs> no that's crazy I'm offended <laughs> it is like the biggest show on Broadway currently and people are like it's so hard to get tickets like it's packed all the time a lot of rich people in the world yeah that's true yeah I, I definitely think our performance was sold out. Like, when we got yeah. up to, um, like, during intermission, every seat seemed like it had a person in it, you know? Yeah. No, it's a really it's a really cool experience, though. Like, the show is obviously, like, I, I actually didn't look up anything about it before I went. Like, yeah. I knew it was hyped. And I was like, well, and, there's a lotto. So I'll, I've been playing it since August. But I was like, I'll do right. this just to see. And, and uh, the music is, like, is actually pretty cool. Like, the concept of having, like an R&B or rap type feel to it is yeah, like something hip hop. Yeah. yeah hip hop. Yeah. It's not something I was like anticipating really right. until you told me like two minutes before. Oh, I didn't see, I just assumed you knew that no, was I did. the type was of like, music that they're yeah, going to be playing like, in it. Oh, <laughs> it's like a right. modern interpretation of Alexander Hamilton's life, you know? Yeah. And it has some really funny characters like the King George character is hilarious. Oh my God. King George is the best. <laughs> But um, it's also, like, I mean, Alexander Hamilton's life is kind of sad, you know, and, but he also does a lot of important things. So, like, it's, yeah. it's an interesting show. Yeah. And apparently watch. it's triggering for some people because there were at least two women nearby, not to point fingers at women, but, like, there were two women nearby who were... It was were, not me. Who were not... Yeah. <laughs> who were sobbing yeah. during it. And I was just, like, like loud... Like heavy breathing, like gasping Tears sobs, down their and face. I was like, "Oh, like, this whoa. is not that sad." Yeah, I was like, uh, "We all know that Hamilton died." Yeah, right? like that wasn't a secret. You had to have known that was going to happen. And it was cool. If how you they... paid it all attention at all in history class, you should have known that <laughs> Alexander Hamilton is shot. <laughs> but it was, um, 
yeah it was interesting it was cool if you could like like if you could guess why it's so huge right now like what about the show do you think is doing that Hmm. like what sets it apart from the other shows see honestly i don't know like i mean it was a good show it was fun to watch but i don't think it's the best show on broadway right now i think the other show i saw last time it was in new york was better and it was not as hyped as this show so i'm not really sure i mean unless maybe a lot of the um actors and actresses in it are like famous on broadway and people are going more because this person is in the show versus the actual story i'm not sure i mean maybe originally but now it's not even like the original casting that's true so i mean i would say that it's the most like musically musically diverse musical I've ever seen. Yeah. So I can see how that's drawing a crowd because it's very it's very much like an atypical musical, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and like but a lot of musicals also have bits of dialogue in them, and I think this one was pretty much nearly the, yeah. like everything was either sung or rapped, you know. So that was kind of an interesting aspect to it as well. The only one I've seen like that before was Lemis. Yeah, was it Lemis? Uh-huh. Yeah, Lemis. Yeah, Phantom's like that too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Phantom. I've not seen Phantom on the stage. I saw it in Shays and Buffalo. Oh, maybe that's what you're thinking of, too, then. But, yeah, so, Hamilton, check it out. Yes, check out Hamilton if you can afford it or get very lucky. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I spent all of my luck for the next year, so. <laughs> if you can't afford it, I wouldn't recommend spending $500 for it. But. No. It's fine. But if you can, why not? It's good. Yeah. And there are plenty of other good shows on Broadway, too, that you can do rush tickets for and either do standing room or get like seats that are pretty far back but like i mean the good thing about broadway shows is that the stages are pretty large and sometimes like being farther back you get the full picture whereas like for us it was cool because we were front row center and we got to see facial expressions that i think would have been lost like especially for king george he was very expressive and he's very sassy (laughs) yeah he's a very sassy sort of like sarcastic character and i think being able to see his actual expressions like whilst he sang was pretty cool and it like added so much to it that i think would have been lost if you were like in the nosebleeds but i mean it would still been funny if you were in the nosebleeds but like he just added more to yeah being able to see him like roll his eyes and stuff like that yeah yeah good shout out madison what about you justin what are you checking out um so this week was um sorry let me get my let me get my shout outs in order here <laughs> shout outs oh he's got a whole my list shout of them. Outs, just like just like making sure I'm, I'm i'm getting everything out correctly okay uh Which one do I want to shout out? So I'll, I'll say, I'll say, okay. So, so we're gonna we're gonna shout out we're gonna shout out Nintendo again, okay? Um, because uh, there's this. Oh no, you know what? I'm not gonna shout out Nintendo. I'm gonna do an anti shout out. I don't know if I did this the last oh. episode that we recorded, but uh, this anti shout out is to whoever at ABC decided to cancel the crossing, which was oh. like the greatest show since lost uh was an amazing like well-written really interesting story yeah um and then like and then they just like stopped because i don't don't know if people were just sitting like everybody liked the show like nobody was like the show's really dumb (laughs) uh and the people who would say that would be stupid people but like (laughs) 
but the show's over now. Um, this week was the last episode, so if you want to go watch the eight episodes of a really yeah. cool show and then three episodes of a show that's rushing to meet its conclusion, uh, <laughs> you can go check out The Crossing. Okay, and there's no hope of it being picked up by another network or anything? I, You know, like, it's hard. It, it's just happening a lot these days. Like, Lucifer yeah. just got picked up by Netflix. Um, and so, like... It's hard to say, no, that's not going to happen. There's a ton of story left to tell in The Crossing. Um, so, like, it's it's possible. Yeah. I would honestly rather, if anybody does pick it up, them just start over. Like, just record the first season again. Because, like, the, <laughs> the last three episodes of the first season rushed so hard yeah. that uh, I feel like... Um, I feel like it'd be better served to just, like, just, like, try again. Like, Netflix, pick it up. We'll try it again, um, and we'll and we'll pace it better and have more faith that people are going to watch it eventually. Right. It might get picked up. I know when Brooklyn Nine Nine got canceled recently, it got picked up right away by NBC. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I watched I think like one episode of The Crossing, and I did like it. I just like there are for me anyway, and maybe I contributed to the downfall. But there are so many. There are just so many shows, and like. It's overwhelming to try to, like, watch everything, yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah. That's kind of unfortunate that it was canceled. I mean, it's weird, too, when, like, series try to, like, rush things and, like, like end them really quick, too. I know that the, the first season of Legend of Korra was very much rushed because they thought they only had 12 episodes oh. and they weren't going to be renewed. So, like... It was basically like an entire story arc done, yeah. you know, by the end. And it was like, if you watch that and then continue into other seasons, you're like, hmm, this <laughs> felt awfully rushed. But um, anyway, yeah, Legend of Korra was rushed uh, and also kind of like weird uh, at, at the end of the first season. I haven't watched like any of the other seasons, but um, they're, they're pretty solid. I would watch them. Yeah. I mean, I do often. <laughs> <laughs> they're good. It's just like, I think a lot of people have in general, like, aren't huge fans of Legend of Korra, because it is, like, it's completely different to Legend, or to um, The Last Airbender, but, I mean, you're, like, in a different sort of time period now. It's, like, they do sort of nod to the old, like, you see characters that you haven't, that were from um, The Last Airbender, which is pretty cool, but, I mean, it's a different sort of ballgame. Yeah, that was my problem with it, was it was just so different from... I loved The Last Airbender so much, and then it was just, like, not quite... It wasn't as good. I thought it being so different was its, like, strongest quality, because, like, you can't... You're not telling the same story as The Last Airbender did, but you're telling a story that would really make sense for this world. Right. And I loved it. I thought it was great. But, um... I mean, that might be my shout-out, because I don't know what I'm going to shout-out anyway. <laughs> Legend of Korra. <laughs> Legend of Korra, very, at this point, what the kids would call old show. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I haven't even really been watching much on Netflix recently, either. Um, I would shout-out... Oh, I will shout-out The Incredibles 2, which I've not seen yet, <laughs> but I am super stoked that it's finally in theaters and very much looking forward to seeing the next chapter in this movie story that's taken them like 12 or 13 years to make or whatever i didn't know you were like a huge incredible fan i just think it was it was like a cool thing to see i don't know that sort of aspect of 
the superhero society of like if you save someone who doesn't want to be saved while they're falling out a window you could be sued by them mm. whereas like you know in most superhero things it's like you save the day and you're like yay thanks but it's sort of like the realistic idea of like you've caused like a shit ton of money and damages you've mm. done this like breaking through walls and stuff so I liked that aspect of it and then it's kind of like this superhero couple retires basically and are trying to live like a normal <laughs> life it's kind of an interesting concept but um, have you watched have you watched My Hero Academia? No. Is it similar? Um, it's, it's like a similar story where like superheroes are like really common. Oh. Um, and like have like celebrity status. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen more than an episode of it, but oh. <laughs> people, people really love it. Cool. I'll have to check it out. I've been meaning to watch more anime, but... But yeah, um, Incredibles 2... Uh, I don't know, like, what the story is behind it. Is it, like, to me, it's just, like, it's a movie about a baby. Is um, there, yeah. Like, have I, they talked about the story at all? I think that, from what I can glean, uh, glean from, like, the, um, the trailers is basically, like, they want superheroes to, like, come back after whatever happens, I guess. Probably because they stopped that giant machine at the end of the first one. And, mm. um, so what I think happens is that Elastigirl, the mother, she gets uh, offered a job and stuff like that. And then I think part of it's meant to be like the dad having to stay home with the kids and be the parent, but of like sort of like hyperactive superhero children. And with a baby who is like, you know, showing like five different powers or something and sort of like what it's like to do with that. So I think it's meant sort to be like sort of the avatar. <laughs> yeah, kind of. He's the avatar of superheroes. Or the um, the Legion of Superheroes. But, um, but, yeah. So, I don't know. I'll, uh, maybe by next week, uh, next week's episode, I'll have watched it and I can see if I actually recommend it or not. You can be give us a follow-up shout-out. Yes, a follow-up <laughs> shout-out. But, yeah. That's my shout-out for the day. So. On that note. If you've made it this far... Thanks for listening. Uh, again, next time we will be talking about season four, episode four, called Money, um, which is 42 minutes. So make sure you save the time for that. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.